Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News, brought to you by Coin of the Bull in the Post to the Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello! And this is our sister show to Coin of the Bull in the Post to the Apocalypse, where we talk about stuff that we've weird shit we found on the net this week. Mm. You know, could be, could be laughable, could be odd, could be macabre, could be gruesome. Either way, it drew our attention and we presented to you in a one-after-the-other, easy-to-follow format. It's cool, weird news. Let's do it, as we did mention, actually, before we do it. Do it. Well, you can follow us on Facebook at Cutting the Ball in the Post to the Apocalypse, SoundCloud, and most other podcasting platforms at Cutting the Ball in the PTA, and YouTube is Apocalypse Ball. So what's my first one then, Mike? Giant Chinese spy balloon discovered hovering high above northern US. I heard about this the other day. Right. The coming war on China. Everyone's nervous about China. Oh, what they got. What the Chinese got. They're using balloons. How high? We'll get to it. Someone hasn't shot it out of Well, they're using balloons because you don't need motors, engines. They can be... Pete, they're supposed to have satellites. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a good point. They're space power. Well, let's take them seriously. Mm, maybe it is like a bit of a decoy. Well, a massive surveillance balloon has been spotted hovering over the northern US, a Pentagon official said on Thursday. Officials considered shooting down the craft, See? described by one US official as the size of three buses, while it flew over Montana on Wednesday. stealthy, then, is it? It's that big. <laughs> the only reason they didn't shoot it down is because they were concerned about debris falling. Which is fair enough if it's that big, yeah. The United States government, quoting Brigadier General Pat Ryder, has detected and is tracking a high-altitude surveillance balloon that is over the continental United States right now. We continue to track and monitor it closely. Once the balloon was detected, the US government acted immediately to protect against the collection of sensitive information. The craft journeyed over the Aleutian Islands, through Canada, and then into Montana. Why not shoot it down? We have to do a risk reward here, a US defence official told CNN. So the first question is, does it pose a threat, a physical kinetic threat, to individuals in the United States in the US homeland? Our assessment is it does not. Does it pose a threat to civilian aviation? Our assessment is that it does not. Does it pose a significantly enhanced threat on the intelligence side? Our best assessment right now is that it does not. Of course not, it's a balloon. So given the profile, we assess the risk of downing it, even if the probability is low in a sparsely populated area of the debris falling and hurting someone or damaging property, that it just wasn't worth it. It's not <laughs> worth kicking up any kind of trouble, is it? Over... The craft's precise locations is unknown. Its route would take it over the Montana headquarters of the 41st Missile Wing at Malmstrom Air Force Base, which operates and maintains intercontinental ballistic missiles. So they're obviously aiming for something. Is it just free-floating, or got a little, you know, little motor on it or something pushing it about? Or I'm guessing it's got a little motor on it with it being so big. What if it's I guess like it's like a Zeppelin kind of thing. I, in my head, I've got a Chinese Zeppelin. See, I'm picturing something out of, like, the Monty Python's Flying Circus. <laughs> like, like, like a Zeppelin, then? Well, yeah, yeah, but I, I'm picturing it in that fashion. Yeah. Right. 
Oh, my mind is completely red. <laughs> but is it, is it is it dropping like something nasty? No, no, no. It's just having a look. A Chinese foreign ministry have said that it's an airship from China, a civilian airship used for research, mainly meteorological purposes. Yeah, that's what it was. It was a weather balloon, wasn't it? It's always a weather balloon, isn't it? Yeah, we heard that one before, China. And China regrets the unintended entry of the airspace into US. But well, you know what? Maybe it really was. I can't trust the Chinese. Maybe it's blown over that way a bit. You can't trust the Chinese. They lie up their fucking teeth all the time. Oh, have you stolen that technology off us, even though it looks exactly what like what we made? No. And every year their growth goes up by 7%. 8%, because eight's a lucky number. 8%, sorry, yeah. Because that's their lucky number. Yeah. So it's a bit of a coincidence, isn't it? Eight years of growth every year. Eight percent of growth yeah. every year, yeah. You can't trust the Chinese. They're full of shit. They portray themselves as being a superpower. They really aren't. Everything they've got is the copies, shit copies of what everyone else has made or shit copies of what the Russians have made. But and the Russians are producing it. shit. They've got a lot of it and they've got a lot of men. That's what I was going to say. The only thing is, it's it's the numbers, isn't Mm. it? That's all they've got. Which I'll probably launch in human wave attacks if it comes down to it because they're all conscripts and they can't be fucking trusted to do anything else. Everything comes from China though, doesn't it? It does, and look how shit it is. Mm. I reckon you could probably pick up ten random items in this living room now and at least half of them would be made in China. Oh, my phone's half made in China. Probably, it's an TV, iPhone. Toshiba, but that's made in China. Japanese, isn't it? But it's made in China. Maybe. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Half the bits of it, yeah. But, yeah, that's the, if nothing else, some of the internals of it would be from China. It would, that's the global economy. Yeah, PlayStation, Xbox, well, all those mm-hmm. kind of things. Bonsai tree. Certainly bonsai tree. Japanese! Like. Nobody yeah. came from China originally. Did it? Apparently. I didn't know that. Chinese import, yeah, man. Hmm. I had no idea. Either way, they make shit now. <laughs> yeah. Fucking communists. So communist as a McDonald's, the tomb of the fucking of Chairman Mao. They're not, they're a mixed economy. Moving on. I just want to point out how stupid it is. I think that balloon is just going to remain undetected over the largest, over the world's most sophisticated air defence Well, like they network. said, it might have been an accident. Bollocks. <laughs> Just like all the hacking attempts. Oh yeah, accident that was. They were going to hack you 43 times in a minute. I've been trying to have my email hacked in China. Did you? Yeah. Message comes says, are you in Barra something province in China? Yeah. Got access to you. I said, no, not. <laughs> <laughs> if I think you're some kind of national security asset. <laughs> a message from Yahoo saying, are you trying to access your account in China? Oh, well. Well, why the hell not? The Chinese are trying to hack your... <laughs> I always knew you were a fucking foreign intelligence agency. I always knew it. <laughs> Is that why you keep asking me for my submarine book? <laughs> Is that why you keep asking me... Is that why you kept asking for making freedom of information requests for the nuclear codes? <laughs> keep asking Pete about his nuclear sub. <laughs> so I have actually got like a full book plan of the whole thing and he keeps asking me to borrow it. Well, that would explain a lot. Yeah, dodgy Mike. Yeah, Chinese Mike. <laughs> Moving on. 
I was going to say something terrible then, so I'm not I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Lad who won £800,000, Brewdog Bar Tab, kicked out of bar after buying £21,000 rounds. I don't see an issue. So he won, back, he won a bar tab of 800 grand yeah. and then thought, right, everyone in the bar, let's have a piss up. Yeah. And they didn't like that because I guess they assumed that someone's never going to spend £800,000 in a bar. So it to be a lifetime bar yeah, tab. Yeah, yeah. And he's just gone like, boom. 21k. And that doesn't really bring any actual money into the bar itself, I suppose. Must be. I think he was pretty drunk too. He was kicked out and encouraged to have an early night after splashing a large portion of his winnings in one evening. The Scottish brewer recently opened a new bar in Las Vegas, Nevada, not only making its first West Coast spot, but also its second largest location in the world. To celebrate, Brewdog threw a lavish party for hundreds with live music from the likes of indie duo We Are Scientists. The company also gave one lucky punter a huge... One million dollars, that's £800,000 tab, to be spent on beer, food and even the brewery hotels valid for 20 years. That's not bad. Yeah, so there we go. He, he blew, he's blowing it at the event and they weren't getting the money for the drinks. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So they were like, oh, I need to kick him out. We're losing everything. Mm. That's why it was. That's why he was kicked out, wasn't it? But what they should have done, they should have said, but you could only spend... X amount at one go, mm. kind of thing. You know what I mean? You can you can you can spend it in periodic thousand pound increments, kind of thing. They're yeah. saying it was because it was over a twenty year period. They were encouraging sensible consumption. Yeah, because if someone gives you a million pound bar tab for the twenty years, what you gonna do is have sensible consumption, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but the first night he's like, you know, he's just having, he's just having a blowout, any yeah. Look, the dude looks fairly in shape. I don't think he's going to spend like he's not exactly going to fucking blow it all, is he? He's probably a guy that very rarely drinks alcohol. How the fuck do you know? Well, he looks fairly in shape. He's just doesn't booze is fattening. That's correct. Why do you think I'm so rotund? Or festively plump? <laughs> yeah, throwing it out there. Still, shocking. I don't think he should have been kicked out. Nah, just let him spend the damn money. Be... You've given it him, why not? Yeah, but he's... he's... They're not getting the money back from the drinks. Yeah, yeah, this is it. To cover, the, to cover the party, I think. Yeah, I suppose not. Twats. Because yeah. that's like a corporate, that, that money's straight to yeah. the head, you know what I mean? That, yeah, shady, isn't it? Yep. It's right. a feel-good story. Hank, the... What? Klepto. Klepto has rubber poop after eating remote control. What? Yeah, right as anything. Hank is a two-year-old Rottweiler and is dubbed the UK's most prolific canine klepto by owner Colin Hartley-Eyer, thanks to his mischievous habit. Since he was picked up at eight weeks old, he's stolen car toys, magnets, bubble wrap, underwear, sponges, teddies, door stops and hid them all in his basket. Mm-hmm. But Hank got into a different kind of trouble earlier this month when Colin caught him chewing away at the, the family's TV remote control. Luckily, he managed to get it out of Hank's mouth before he reached the potential potentially lethal batteries. Colin said he will usually stash his, his find under his blanket, but this time he was caught in the act. 
Hank was whisked off to the vets in Grimsby and given an x-ray and an enema to wa- wash out the small pieces of black plastic. Oh, You've poor, poor lad. rock water and enema. <laughs> that's, that's just breathe. Just breathe. <laughs> <laughs> just breathe. <laughs> just breathe. <laughs> just going to give you rock water. They'd obviously knock you out first, but just going to give you rock water and enema, sir. <laughs> doing that if it was a wage. <laughs> no. I think this is a bit of an overreaction, I do. I think if they x-rayed him and there was no larger chunks, maybe they should have just waited. In a, f- a smaller fridge's pass. You Bloody know. vets, yeah. eh? Oh, yeah, it's an excuse. And I'll charge you four hundred quid for that. I was going to say it was an excuse for them to charge hundreds and hundreds of pounds. Quid for the, 300 quid for the x-ray. Another hundred and fifty just for the consultation. Yeah. Then 100 quid to pick up the poop after it's, you know. Um. 150 or so quid for the anaesthetic. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, that would have been a thousand pound bill easily. I've, I've just had a, a, a dog toy for Stella and Ted and that, and she's chewed it up the other day. A frisbee? Like, no, not. It's, it's like a, a white looking bone, but it's got mm. a barbecue smell about it. Mm. She's chewed it up, ate loads of bits, and then when I come to poop scoop the other day, there's loads of white bits in her poo, like where she's chewed it. She spat some of them out, but yeah. ingested some of them. And That's I what think, happened with this dog, it started pooing it's, plastic. I think it's an overreaction. The numbers, the pooing plastic numbers. Colin says, luckily not too much damage was done except the remote. He seems to be fine in himself now. He spotted a couple of rubber numbers come out, so hopefully he's <laughs> over the worst and learnt a valuable lesson. Well, not if he hasn't had a big big chunk of it come through his ring piece. Oh, yeah, look, look at that face. How could you be bad at that face? Like, like my Ted, my uh, staffy cross Frenchie, uh, once set the middle of a corn on a cob. Luckily, it was like a, a third of a chunk of a corn on the cob, so that's how I cut mine, but... He squealed and that come out. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that face. You can't be mad at that face, can you? No. Oh, yeah, right, he's a notorious kleptomaniac, so we'll steal everything. Mm. Dogs are stupid, so don't let them give them the corn on the car. <laughs> I couldn't leave clothes or nothing lying around. I can't. I've just read this headline. What? Jules Beth? Woman with <laughs> That's all yours. Woman with world's fattest vagina wants to reverse fillers for more natural lips. Only fan star Mary Magdalene has reportedly <laughs> spent seventy-three thousand pounds on surgery. However, she told fans on her Instagram page she wants no one wants to go more natural when it comes to her lips. Can we see a picture of her Mary Magdalene? There's never gonna be a picture of her fanny. <laughs> I just want to see her face. I want to see her fanny. Oh, she's very modified. What the fuck? Whoa, she looks like she's got, for the listener here, she looks like she's got two beach balloons sort of proper just stuck on her chest. And one's clearly they? bigger than the other yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, I'd say one's a good, like, three centimetres more diameter. Looks a bit strange. She's got lovely blonde hair right past her arse, but then she's got an arse. She's obviously had a BBL. What's a BBL? Uh, take the fat off your stomach and then inject it around the top half of your ass to make this this look here. That's ridiculous. She's had her lips filled for sure. Potentially some of her face lift. Yeah. And then she's heavily tattooed. She cool. looks ridiculous. Tattoos are cool, but those boobs for me. 
So uh, it's the hip thing. Ah, Brazilian butt lifts. CBL, Brazilian butt lift, yeah. So former stripper and OnlyFans star Mary has reportedly spent £73,000 on surgery, including three boob jobs, three Brazilian butt lifts, cheek fat removal, mm. hip fillers, 20 dental veneers and several lip fillers. I knew she'd had something done with her face. It was either the, you know, yeah, the cheek fat removal or the bloody facelift or something. However, it seems like she's changed her mind when it comes to her lips and wants to reverse her fillers. Addressing her followers on Instagram, Mary wrote, quote, I would like my lips to be the same shape as now or similar, but just more natural. So she's on about her her mouth lips, <laughs> not her fanny lips. I thought she was on about... I thought it is a bit... Yeah. The misleading. Because it starts with a woman with world's fattest vagina wants to reverse fillers for more natural lips. So how is her? How is she? How is she <laughs> the world's fat? How is she not the world's fattest vagina? Doesn't look that doesn't fat. make sense. Like I know we're looking at the Daily Star here, so let's take it all with a pinch <laughs> of salt. She shall is we? in her pants, and she hasn't really got. No, there's know. no fucking big bulge down there, which aren't my ridiculous. Ridiculous. The surgery in which fat was transferred from other parts of her body and injected into her vagina had many complications, as one side of her vagina kept growing, leading to a lot of pain. She had previously told the son, I almost died during the procedure and I had to get two blood transfusions. The doctor said I was losing so much blood and turning very pale, he thought I was going to die. So she's had fat pumped into her vaginal lips as well. As well, so she's having both corrected. <laughs> she is ridiculous. She needs fucking mental help. Yeah. She needs help. She's got an addiction, doesn't she? Clearly, although yeah. saying that, she's also, she spent £73,000 on surgery. She's really driving around in a fucking Ferrari off her OnlyFans money. It's ridiculous. You know, she's obviously, she's obviously got a select client base that's funded this, hasn't she? So imagine being known for the world's fattest vagina. <laughs> because, you've, because you've had it fucking injected with fat from your ass. Mm. Actually, no, not from her ass, because she's had injected fat injected into her ass from other parts of her yeah, body. It could so. be her, um, her cheeks. So oh. the, the fat removal from her cheeks. I bet she's got one of them dangly vadges. Uh, I, bet, uh, I don't think it's dangly. <laughs> if she like, wiggle. She's, she's doing a hula hoop. You can just hear it clapping. It's not going to be flappy, is it? It's just going to be massive. It's going to be yeah, just the lips. Fat and dangly. You I'm puzzled by world's fattest vagina. I'm puzzled by the logistics. Mm. She walks like John Wayne. Because <laughs> <laughs> surely you wouldn't be wanting yeah, these big no. dangly lips. You'd want them... Up there and fat, I guess. <laughs> fat with a pH. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm confused <laughs> by the logistics of it. She's clearly got some kind of addiction, though. Yeah. To plastic surgery, for example. <laughs> There's one. <laughs> oh, well, what's the next one? Farmer flogging fresh air for 25 quid an hour in one of the world's most polluted countries. Is it China? It's Thailand. Thailand. I'm not sure I even understand the concept of this, though. Known only by the name Mr. Doucet, the 52-year-old man lives on a farm in the Thailand village of 
Pwaikonsa, which is located in the Kumrang sub-district of the border with Laos. Thailand was recently rated by the Air Quality Index as one of the most polluted in the world. And this Fucking prompted hell. Mr. Deucey to take action. He's now set up a kind of camping area on his paddy fields, which is found in the aptly named Hellfire Pass area. It is based in the middle of a mountainous valley where the air is far cleaner than the rest of the country and he's taking advantage of it. Mm. Charging £25 an hour, you're given f- three free meals and a tent where you can make yourself at home the entire time you're there. Mm. Children, elderly and the disabled are allowed to stay free of charge. Let's oh. go to Hellfire Valley! To Hellfire Pass! <laughs> He told the 3 Plus News the world is facing a serious threat of pollution. The greenhouse was destroyed until it was as fragile as a spider's web. That's quite a beautiful picture. Mm. (laughs) The atmosphere is completely destroyed. This results in changes in geography, including global warming, melting snow and changing direction of the currents. The bad air is contaminated with pollution. Living things, especially humans, are struggling to enjoy the pleasures of nature that has little left. Well, does he have to pay charge £25 an hour? Maybe it was a little excessive. Well, yeah, £25 an hour is a bit harsh, I suppose. I'll just go walking around the perimeter. He's <laughs> yeah, had a sniff, like, you know. Stand by his gate. How much did you say it was? I just need to count my money in my wallet. Are you stand outside the gate. What are you going to do? do, Mr. Doucet? Hey, hey. Yeah. You look really old, I'm going to take you. Probably a fucking expert in martial arts, so <laughs> Yeah, the Mr. Miyagi of clean air. Yeah. No <laughs> racial profiling there at all. I'm just saying, you know, the Taiwanese are known for their uh, kickboxing. This gives you a death punch. Just, yeah, just <laughs> death punches you in the chest. Just breathe no, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then you choke to death on your own blood. Off your are your ribs been impaled into the into your lungs. Still, I mean, all right. All right. What worries me about this story is that why can I just see corporations having little booths like phone booths mm. where you go in and put an oxygen mask on and take some clean air mm-hmm. in and pay for the privilege once the rest of us once everything's so polluted Corporate, you know kind it. of thing. Yeah. You know, you know why it. can I just see that future? I so mean that twenty five pounds an hour actually seems quite reasonable. Well, it does if I go to Thailand, because, I mean, 25 pounds... Right, 25 pounds an hour is still a lot to me, but it's a fucking fortune to him. Yeah. You think about it. Mm. Yeah, that could be like a day's wage to him. To me, it's a couple of hours. He should probably think about it and lower his prices a bit. He'd probably get more customers. I think you should be able to stay a whole day for that, if not. Yeah, yeah. I just think you, you capitalist, greedy <laughs> bastards here. <laughs> right, three meals. So you get three meals. You gave food as well, I guess, and a tent. Three meals in an hour? <laughs> I'm eating them three yeah, meals an hour. I'm paying 25 pounds a day, I'm eating three meals in an hour. You're damn right. 25 pounds an hour, damn right, I'm paying them three meals. Bring them all in at once, do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll suck them down with the air. <laughs> Maybe it's 25 for the day. And the star- Daily Star I've just cocked up. Well, again, it is the Daily Star, so yeah. let's face oh. it. Let's, let's go back to my point. Right? The guy from Nestle, the chap in charge of that, reckons that you know water isn't a human right. Mm. Mm. Well, I guarantee you his views are pretty fairly similar. Not air, clean air. 
And they're not some of these awful bastards who really run things. Like this farmer. Like this farmer, clearly. <laughs> 600 quid a day. 600 pound a day. A night, 24 yeah. hours. Well, good luck to him, I guess. Even I can't afford that. I live in the capitalist west. I'm not paying 600 pound a day for fresh air. <laughs> you live in Shropshire, are you? Yeah, until we become too polluted. It's the, it's the, the freshest you're going to get. That's true. So, finally, a footballer put his finger up a rival's bottom during the Sunday League game. <gasps> do, do you know what? Sunday League doesn't surprise me. No, they probably do more than put a finger up each other's bums. Yeah. Just, just for anyone outside the UK who's listening, Sunday League is... Amateur. Uh, amateur pub teams, pub groups teams, of mates yeah. who go to the pub. It's quite a rough game at that level. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not the rolling around on the floor, the faintest touch. Usually everyone's still hungover from the night before. People are vomiting at any one particular time. Pies at half time. Pies at half time. Usually a pint at half time, in all fairness. Usually to solve the hangover of some of the players from the night before. It's, it's a rough game. There's fights. There's, there's brawls. There's mass brawls. There's some very tasty... Let's say tasty challenges going in. You know, two feet to the ankle. Well, this <laughs> Good is job one. we have the NHS in this country where Sunday league yeah. is still a thing. A footballer has claimed an opposition player inserted their finger into his anus during a match. The shocking allegation was detailed and leaked in a leaked message from Nottinghamshire's FA's disciplinary panel. No, oh, it will be in Nottinghamshire, bunch of bum bandits. <laughs> it, it says... Let's go over the away team. <laughs> it says the alleged incident happened during a Sunday league game on January the 8th. The possibility that multiple fingers... That, that multiple fingers... Multiple had been fingers. Insert, inserted was also left worryingly open. <laughs> well, you know what that possibility Well, open like his anus after the game. So, Nottinghamshire FA said they're aware of the incident and it's currently under investigation. Coaches, players and spectators who are at the match have been asked to complete witness statements and tomorrow, according to the message... I saw him putting his finger up his bum. He violated How did that even him. happen? Hey? How did that even happen? I can't imagine, you know. He's just his jockstrap. He obviously <laughs> tackled him really hard. He started stroking his hair. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> this ain't gonna hurt a bit. <laughs> I'm presuming it's a bit like the Vinnie Jones Gaza thing, you know, the old photo of Vinnie Jones jabbing his thumb up. He's the got Gaza by the balls, literally. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing it's the same thing. The defenders behind him. He's going. This has happened in rugby. In a scrum. <laughs> it has happened in rugby. It has got another weird news article about it. Yeah, in a scrum, he put his finger up his arse, he dropped the ball, obviously. That's how they do it. you gotta get, you got to get the edge on your opponent, anything and anything. <laughs> Is there anything in the rules that they put your finger inside say, right, and another, another player's anus to distract them? I used to play rugby on like a large scale level in, in the Navy. Well, you're putting your fingers up each other's arse in the Navy. <laughs> well, but, no, I mean, to study, yeah, not, it's a very complex sport, so if you start playing it, it's a good idea to understand the rules, and there's definitely no rule in there that says you can't stick your fingers up somebody else's. It's just common courtesy. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no 
so I can understand where it could be. It probably is actually. Probably, you know, violating a human being. Assault? Yeah. Well, it's probably ungentlemanly conduct, I'd imagine. But within the rules of rugby, there's nothing. It's not illegal, but it's frowned upon. Yeah. Exactly. Nothing that says you're not allowed to get down and give you mate a blowjob on the pitch I suppose there's nothing that says in the ungentlemanly conduct you're not allowed to do that so obviously it's not like it's given the full back to machine guns either <laughs> <laughs> that would be a really interesting match actually wouldn't it <laughs> Sit there with machines, little sandbags at three quarters of the pitch, a little bunker built, and <laughs> a machine gun bucket. Everyone would be wanting to get fucking yellow cards. Put me in the sin bin, I don't want to play anymore. Uh, well, you know, nothing in the rules says you can't stick your fingers on a player's arse. Uh, either way, that's fucking. You, you wouldn't want to be. You would not want to be on the receiving end of that at the end of the day. No, I can't. You're having a nice friendly game of football with your muckers from the pub. There's no friendly game of football in Sunday league. <laughs> rival pubs, mate. Either way, but the, the swan versus the dog and duck. The last thing oh, you come want. on, it's a bloodbath. Yeah, but the last thing you want is to get ass raped. <laughs> Let's face it, because that's essentially what he did to him. He yeah. raped his bottom. He did. <laughs> He did. He did. He unwillingly unless took it, something up his bum. Unless he was willing and then he's changed his tail. <laughs> well, maybe there is that. <laughs> and the two, who knows what went on? You maybe it was like Romeo and Juliet. You weren't saying no star, at the time. Star-crossed lovers from rival pubs. <laughs> <laughs> Dave and Bill. Dave and Bill. <laughs> 49-year-old Dave and 37-year-old Bill. <laughs> you know, the oldest I've ever heard of playing at Sunday League is 72. Genuinely. Well, in my experience, there are older players no, no, than yeah, that. Yeah, there are. A lot of a lot of blokes in their 50s. Yeah. Not the oldest defence in Britain has a combined age of over 300. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The back four. They're all like 80-something. Yeah. And they used to do really well in the first half, but they flag in the second. And about Aww. 70 minutes, they start conceding a load of goals because they're not. <laughs> uh, my, my mate told me he played, they were short the one week, and he used to play for a pub. And, and his dad was like the coach, and he was 72, and he was like, fuck it, I'll play. <laughs> he put it on. 72, he scored a goal, and I got booked. Yeah, by the, the ref told him to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> 72 maybe for his own good <laughs> stop it stop running around you're gonna you're gonna fucking fall over in it a takes something to get booked in Sunday league it's like a 50 quid fine or something it is yeah uh, 20 it used to be 20 pound for a yellow card and 50 pound for a red you so pay, you know it? you have to pay it yourself yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you pay yourself yeah Lee, Scotty Lee used to get him all the fucking time and you, you can't play until that's that fine's paid yeah, fingers up bottoms. Mm. Keep it with sports. <laughs> Unless it's the house <laughs> figure in championships. And on that note. <laughs> on that note. Well, it's a sad day when you got to write that into the rules, isn't it? Yeah. Not to do that. Uh, people who look around the edge, Claire. Mm-hmm. Anyway, on that note, I've been Ben. China, up your game. Hey. I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, may the force be with you. And I've been Claire, don't overreact to your pets eating things. Oh, right, I'll eat anything. And I've been Pete. If you're going to play Sunday League, get a butt plug. Yes! Just in case. Yes!
Athletic, there's a fucking mark, he throws the corner. Athletic, Athletic butt, butt, plug. butt plugs. Stop anybody raping your butt on the yeah. beach. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark us. Trademark us. Yeah. Copyright us. Done it. 